Welcome to Cody Cast. This is Cody Allen's podcast. Hello, Cody. It's Josh. Josh Wolf, everybody. Wow. What's going on? How are how are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? Man, I just I miss you. Um, it's been a I while. Mean, I think the last time we saw each other, we were trying on tiny shirts together. That's true. We were doing that um, in front of a live studio audience. And um, it's a moment I'll never forget, Josh. I, I, I feel like you miss me a little bit, too. I don't know. Is I that do. just. I think that, I mean, I think it's a well documented man crush. And I, don't, I, I haven't hid from it. I don't think I've been hide. I'm sorry, I just choked on my water when you said that. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I haven't been running from it, I don't think, you know. I think I'm standing up, I'm, I'm front and center with it, you know. I was thinking about the 40-plus men I know this morning. Let's just start there, Josh. That seems like a good okay. o- opening, doesn't it? Um, okay. And how, I think we're at the same age. Have we I've talked about this before? You're 40, upper 40s, right? Yeah. I'm mid-40s still, by the way. But So you are you got a little bit of age. You know, what, you know, what, you know what, what I find funny? That you're distinguishing that. Like, there's a huge difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, here's the deal, though. Here's the compliment, and it's coming. 40-plus. Are you all right? You all right? No, but you made it sound like mid-40s isn't one year away from upper-40s. It truly, truly is. But mid would be, what, 44 to 46, and I'm in that range still. So I feel okay. like there's a differentiation. Um, yeah. But I, I will say of all the 40-plus men I know, and I know a lot yeah. of them, Um. You have you're the best looking one. You're the best wow. looking. Yeah, he's got the best body, and we discovered that that day with that shirt thing we did on stage. Yeah. Uh, you're smoking hot, and uh, and still got it going on. I don't know what you do, uh, what your routine is. I don't know if it's just you're on marijuana or what it is you're doing, but there's something happening there that. Um, well, uh, yeah. first of all, I don't know. And first of all, let me just say thank you. Um, you know, the Hollywood stress diet really keeps you thin. The Hollywood stress diet. <laughs> and I will, I do like to say, I don't know if you've been talking to my grandmother, but did you say on the marijuana? On the marijuana. That's yeah. what I said. Yeah. <laughs> How do the kids yeah, refer is... to it? What should I say? What's a better way to say that in a millennial kind of way? Well, on the marijuana sounds like you and my grandma have really been getting together and talking about how those kids are on the dope. Well, you um, know, last year for the first time, I did one of the, uh, what do they call it? Uh, edibles. The edibles. Yeah, I did one of the edibles. And? <laughs> I How'd that go? I didn't feel anything. I just didn't, it didn't do anything for me, really. I, I, I guess, I think I'm a kind of immune to it, or, or I didn't take enough of it or something. I don't know. Or maybe you just need one of my edibles. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, we were in <laughs> Vegas, and they sell them illegally. Let's just make that point, that it was illegally yeah. sold edible. Um, and so I just, you know, you try one, and then it's like, oh, okay, that's, I could see that, you know, I'd rather have vodka. I just would rather have a cocktail. Well, Cody, first of all, let me just tell you, I don't know if you know this, but you know where edibles have always been legal? <laughs> it's at your house? What? Yeah, exactly, my house. <laughs> And so you really, you find the good ones here, oh. and they're in every drawer. By the so, way, speaking of your house, I love your wife so much. She's so great. Exactly. And by the way, please tell her what a terrible person I am for not getting back to her on her charity thing. And I will get back to her, and I'm going to do it, and I apologize. All good. Let me just tell you about that charity. The charity, it happened, and it was such a success. Is it over? They sold out of every shirt and hat imaginable 
money already gone to the charity, good deed done. Is she not doing any more? She's now she's going to get back into. You know, she and I are similar in that. You know, we like to step out of Hollywood for a couple months a year just to <laughs> refill up. You know, right? And so she stepped out and did the charity stuff and gave back to the people she wanted to give back to, and now she's going to get back to. Uh, making movies and TV. With no help from me, and I apologize for that. I just, I spent my busiest, craziest, most absurd time of the year, and I, it just got lost in the fray. All good. You know what, though, Cody? You know what? I mean, obviously, she has you to thank for the success of her movie. I mean, without you, I'm not sure it would have done quite as well at the box office. Well, I want to thank her, and you as well, for making me a movie star, uh, because of... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because it's true, Josh. People still come up to me and say, oh, "Were you in that movie?" And I'm like, "I like if there was an imposter or someone pretending to be me in the movie." Like, yes, that was me. It really was for like that five seconds of fame. You were. I have to tell you, when I reached out to you about it and was like, "Hey, you want to?" I mean, every now and then it takes a couple minutes for you to get back to me. <laughs> but as soon as I said, do you want to be in a movie, before I hit send, you had already replied yes. <laughs> well, uh, thus you know a little more about me now and how what my modus operandi is and where my motivations are. Funny. It was really, it was like, I, I didn't even get the dot, dot, dot. It was like a full yes. <laughs> well, I'm so glad to talk to you, Josh. You have a brand new uh, special, which I'm excited about, is uh, uh, available now for people to go and stream, right? Yeah, it's on my website. It's at, at comedianjoshwolf.com, and it's called Father of the Year. And there, listen, if you've ever seen me live before, you know, I don't do politics. I don't talk about social issues. I, I tell stories. Yeah. And these are these are all irreverent, fun stories about me and my family and my kids. And even if you don't have kids, uh, trust me, you will relate to these stories. Yeah, we were all children at one time. So yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, congratulations on the special. I also saw you on a True TV thing, Comedy Knockout. Yeah. You were so funny on that, by the way. I thought it was like a perfect venue for you because you're so quick. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, I I love doing that show, and I love doing any – it's just like the live thing that you and I did together. For me, I love that, the live feel. I love the audience. I love thinking on my feet. That thing that you and I did together was that whole show with you and Little Big Town was one of my favorite things I've ever done. No kidding. Well, that's really nice. I I, – it was uncomfortable for me a little bit, only because, if I'm honest. And you were great. I afterwards, I was like, man, Josh is such a good interviewer. Like I had, I, I knew you were talented in so many ways. But I thought after that night, man, you handled that, you know, the subject matter, obviously with my personal life, like so well and like so polite. And yet, you really went there with some questions. And I thought, man, that was a great interview. That exactly how you want to be treated if you're being interviewed. And, and usually, I'm on the other side of it, you know. Yeah. And I'm the one who gets to control the conversation. But um, I just thought it was really a great night too. So thank you. And and the guys from Little Big Town were amazing. Which, by the way, we have the girls from Little Big Town on our CMT Artist of the Year show next week. So it's like we've we're like slowly dividing up the band with the various gigs. <laughs> so. You know, when I go to their shows because we've been friends with them for a little while. Yeah. I always find myself, and uh, uh, Philip's wife Becky mm. always makes fun of me 
<laughs> because I, I total fangirl over Karen. Oh, right. <laughs> I total fangirl over. I, I mean, the combination of just how fierce she is on stage, but, but and I'm, I'm, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but her outfits, man. Yeah, yeah. She's got style. Yeah. And I think oh. it's her, like, her smoky eyes kind of, yeah. like, draw you in. And that kind of raspy voice she has. I don't know. I'm with you, though, on that. Like, there's something about her that's kind of magic. I pinch my nipples when I hear her sing <laughs> Girl Crush. Which is weird because I'm pinching my nipples right now. <laughs> oh, Rook, I want to ask, you talked about politics and how you don't do politics. And yeah. it must be, I mean, there's so much to talk about in politics. So. And I feel like it's such a, you know, it's an easy thing. I mean, the late night shows are all doing it now. Like every, even yeah. Fallon has, has been forced to go political. So um, how do you resist? Well, I'll tell you what it is for me, honestly. It's yeah. a combination of things. One, you know, it, it, as when you're doing your art, and I consider comedy art, I consider what you do art. When, when you do art, you gravitate towards what you want to talk about and what you're good talking about, yeah. what, you're, what you're educated on, what you feel like you can carry on an intelligent conversation about. And uh, my politics, like, so I feel like a lot of people do political humor to try to change people's minds. And at this point in time, to me, it's white noise. And I've done political jokes in the past when it wasn't such a hot topic issue where you were people were not listening as soon as you started talking about it. Right. So for me, I just think it, it, it is uh, whatever you think you're trying to do on stage, you're speaking into an echo chamber. And so I, I, that kind of stuff I talk to my friends about or, or, or people that I meet. But on stage at this point in time, I think people just need a little release mm. and a little fun, and that's what I'm trying to provide. I think that's right. Um, your birthday's coming up. Happy uh, yeah. birthday, October 19th, another year yeah. closer to 50. Um, <laughs> do you, uh, and again, let me just point out, you are closer than I am. Uh, but what, uh, do you still celebrate your birthdays, and how do y'all do it up? You know what? I, I don't really celebrate them. Uh, you, you know, I, I, I celebrate them the way I celebrate every other day as I sit in my backyard. Maybe I drink a tequila and I light a joint. Do you get on the marijuana? I on... do get on the marijuana train. <laughs> right. <laughs> you should really be a marijuana spokesman for the legalization of it. I really think you would help push it through. <laughs> yeah, I have the political tact of like Ted Cruz, though. I don't think I could do it. I don't. Mm -mm. That dude looks like like a melted candle. I he... <laughs> politics aside, like his face gets every day. I'm like somebody needs to get a string or something and pull that back up. Everything is just like it's like the mask is melting. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, you should really do. I think a really uh, awesome 50 whenever you get there and I know you're still not there yet but whenever it's time let's why don't you do a huge party you and your wife and I uh, let me help why don't we do it in Nashville that's what I'm saying let me help come here we'll get uh, all our favorite country music people together we'll get some folks who are on the marijuana with us all and it'll be it'll be amazing it'll be great you know what man I Love this idea. Yeah, we got like the best, you know this, we have the best honky-tonks and bars right downtown. 
This could be huge. So let's get on this. October 19th. It's next year. 20, okay. Sorry. 2019. 2019. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's. Let's do that. I think that's a great idea. And I told I told my wife, I said, 50 is the last year that I try to have ads. After that, it's, it's getting too hard. Yeah. Let me ask you about Chelsea Handler, because you were yes. such a part of her show when it was huge on E! I loved her Netflix show. I mean, it was very similar to her E! show, I felt. Some yep. some differences, but, um, you know, had a nice feel to it. And Obviously, I think she's so funny, but... Um, where in the world is Chelsea? What is she doing? I feel like she's like falling off the map. Well, I think she has. So I think right now she is filming um, some documentaries for Netflix. Uh, I think similar to the ones that she did for pre her Netflix show. So I think she's filming some documentaries. And she's also, man, she's not doing stand up, but she's yeah. on the speaker circuit. Like she travels hmm. from university to university. And is, hmm. is heavy into the political forum right wow. now. Do you keep you in know? touch with her at all? Is she, I mean, she's still a pal. I mean, I, I honestly have lost touch with her. But it's like you know, people get sad about it. But I always ask them, "Are you in contact with your old boss?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. Once the job ends, we all—it's just like every other job. You stay in contact for a little bit. It's like high school. We're gonna be friends forever <laughs> and then you're like i don't know those folks i don't i almost said that word i don't know those people you know what I mean? <laughs> but so yeah we um i'm not i'll tell you this i if she called me tomorrow and said i need you right now i'm in trouble i'd be there yeah. but we're not gonna have lunch and i know right. she would do the same for me yeah but we're not gonna have lunch you know one person you are in constant contact with because um, you do an awesome podcast with Freddie Prince Jr. And so, yeah. yeah, that's a fun one. So you guys get together what, once a week and do that? We get together once a week for the podcast, and sometimes we get together, you know, uh, another day that we just uh, hang out. He is, I'm telling you, so funny yeah. and so cool. And he has the best stories, man. Uh, but, you know, not only about his career but you know he's married to sarah michelle keller and they have had a great life together but you know and he has stories about his dad who those of you guys who don't know this he was the original latino comic like without him there's no george lopez there's no paul rodriguez and so he's got great stories about old hollywood and 90s stuff and he told some great stories about she's all that and and, um summer catch it's just good stuff man and he's funny and you guys hit on you know hot topics every week too, like whatever's yeah. happening in the news and stuff. So I want to ask you about this. A new study says guys who don't like their wife's friends are most likely to get divorced. And I thought I that makes sense to me. Does it make sense to you? Do you are do you like your wife's friends? Yeah, I like my wife's friends, but that makes complete sense to me too because because they're her sounding board. So if if they're like I don't like him, yeah, this is not working. He's not nice to us. What's he doing? You're in trouble. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're you gotta make. It's just like the mother-in-law. However you feel about her, yeah. it doesn't matter. You've got to send the flowers. You got to kiss the ring. You know what I mean? <laughs> if, if you're not kissing the ring, you're in trouble. Halloween is coming up. Are you dressing up this year, or do you do that? I do. I will tell you, I'm thinking about, Beth and I were talking about going as our favorite costume we've ever worn 
in our history of our lives, bringing it back for this Halloween. Okay. <laughs> what is so? That? A long time ago, uh-huh. I do you remember Gerardo Rico Suave? Oh yeah. So a long, my favorite costume of all time was my Gerardo costume. <laughs> So I think I'm, I'm trying to remember what he ripped, wore. Like, what was that? It was in a leather jacket, ripped up, ripped up, like acid wash white jeans. Yeah. With you remember those '90s cowboy boots with the silver tip on top of them? <laughs> yes. You remember yes. those? <laughs> so the jeans, a pair of those boots, a black leather motorcycle jacket with one of those long bandanas. You know, mm-hmm. one of the long ones. <laughs> yes. Now. In the 90s, I had hair down to the middle of my back, so I'm going to have to wig it. <laughs> and then, obviously, no shirt underneath, and I'm going to be just walking around to people going, oh, hey, oh, and I'm going to do the little Rico Suave dance. Yeah, man, I think that's what I'm going as this year. What you are know, you going as? I'm going to be the Red Power Ranger this year. Um, stay with me here for a moment. Uh, okay, I've what- got so many questions. <laughs> So when Trey was a young boy, um, he dressed up as the pink Power Ranger at eight years old, which should yeah. have been a clear sign to his parents that they're yeah. <clears throat> he's yeah. not like the other boys. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. so his he wants to be the pink Power Ranger again. And apparently the pink Power Ranger, and I don't know anything about Power uh, Ranger mythology, but apparently the pink Power Ranger is in love with the red Power Ranger. So in the show. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. There you have it. That's the only explanation I can really give you, Josh. That's what we're doing. I don't under, I don't I don't know if I'm I'm into it or I care or I'm just kind of going along for the ride. Sometimes you do things for your significant other you just don't do for you wouldn't do, but you just do yeah. it, you know? That's that's the whole I mean, that's called marriage, dude. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's, called, that's called every day of your life. Um I have here's my question and okay. I, I'm going to I'm going to tried to dance around this one as delicately as I can. Cod piece? On radio. You want to talk about a cod yes. piece? Okay, I yeah, think that's I, what I'm asking. That's I figured. Is, is there going to be some sort of protection to, to hide the outline? That's the best way I can put that. Yeah, it is spandexy, and it is like um, that. Yeah, it's super tight. So, um, yeah, because yeah, I figured that we're going to be wherever we're partying will be somewhere with lots of people around, and so... Yes. Um, and, and, you know, in and out of crowds, elbow to elbow, probably. And so I'm thinking that you would need like that protection. So yes, I'm buying a piece that will go as protection. Cody, did I ever tell you a story? So remember the, you remember that show Naked and Afraid? Yeah. Okay. Still on, by the way. It's it's still pretty good. I did an after show for Discovery called Naked After Dark, where the people came on my show who were on Naked and Afraid, and I got to interview them. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. But I I taped a bit in New York called Naked in New York, where I walked around New York for one day in those, in a, you know, those nude underwear? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just a nude thong, right? <laughs> and, and, and by the way, I was less worried about that and more worried about walking around barefoot in New York City. I almost cut off both of my feet. But <laughs> so there was this woman following me for about two blocks with her phone just pointed at the nude underwear. Yeah. Yeah. And I, wow. about a block in, I say to her, I go, can I ask what you're doing? And she goes, oh, I'm taking a video of your junk. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what? And she goes, I don't know what else to tell you. I'm taking a video of your junk. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. It, 
so don't make sure that doesn't happen to you uh, yeah. in your pink and red outfit. Yeah. Because, yeah, man, it's it'll be there. It might be the gayest thing. And I've done a lot of gay things. Uh, this might be the gayest thing we've ever done. It's just, as I, even like trying to explain it to you just now, it makes me like, what am I doing? <laughs> Why would I do that? Well, it's, but it is Halloween. I guess I'm giving myself a little bit of allowance for being stupid, being silly. And you're going to have a mask on. That's true. Although that part even I'm not into. Like, I don't know if I want to. Cover it. I mean, this is the money maker here, Josh. Why cover it up? Well, it's a good point. But I mean, the day if you feel, have you put the outfit on yet? No, it's. I've just ordered it. <laughs> so here's here's what here's what I would say. Yeah. Put it on. Okay. Take a look at how it makes your body feel and look, and then okay. you'll decide whether you want to wear a mask or not. Okay. <laughs> That's a good point. You know what I mean? Because if you're feeling good, you're like, I'm not wearing a mask. But if you're like, oh no, I just put that mask on. <laughs> Blend in. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, now, where can people find the comedy special? Is it on your website? Yeah, comedianjoshwolf.com um, is where you can go and get it. And uh, it's a yeah. Wolf with no E, by the way, which is always no, throws me. Wolf with yeah. no E. And it's only $5. And here's the thing. the re- I shot it and directed it. And, uh, not, sh- not directed it, but I shot it and produced it myself with my friends uh, at Frontrunner Films. And the reason I did it that way is because I mean, Cody, you know this as well as I do. As artists, normal, we basically give most of our money to other people. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll shoot something, and then they get all of the money. So we're just making, like, huge corporations a ton of dough. So I was, I, I put, I'm putting it out for $5, which is super affordable. But, like, I'm tired of giving other people. <laughs> I, I'm going small business on this one. You know what I mean? And I so, think it's smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it and it also it's direct and it gets rid of the middleman and I know if you like storytelling this is the special for you. I'm gonna post our picture on Instagram again and give you a little plug there too so people can check it out. Um, in all my socials I'll do that too. Um, and you're on. By the way, your Instagram is great because you're always showing off whatever furniture you're finding on the streets of L.A. <laughs> and whatever bargains are for free on street corners as you do your morning jog or whatever. Yeah. And it's pretty funny yeah. stuff. Yeah, I found a couch for you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You always find the best. And always, like, views of the really ratty hotels you're also staying at, whatever comedy, uh, you know, stops you're making. Yeah, listen, man, I'm living a first-class life. It's clear. You know, it's very clear that uh, the comic life is definitely the one you want to push your kids into. <laughs> and it's at Josh Wolf Comedy, too, uh, on all the socials, right? Instagram and, and uh, Twitter. And right now, uh, the thing that I've, the, my favorite thing I'm doing on Instagram right now is people are sending me in questions, so I'm giving out parenting tips. Josh, thank you. Um, thank you for calling me. I appreciate it thank always. So it's always much. fun. And y'all give it up. Josh Wolf, right here. This has been Cody Cast. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen anytime on the iHeartRadio app. Cody is heard on hundreds of radio stations across America and seen on CMT Hot 20 Countdown every weekend. For more, go to cmtcody.com.